Are we? Are we? Are, are we, we Europe? Europe? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what up? Are we Europe? Boom. Hi there. My name's Stefano Montali. I'm an audio producer at Are We Europe. And today, for the On the Street episode, we have something a little bit different. This time, producer Jada Santana went to Martinique. There, she went on the street and asked people one question. The format is a bit different from past episodes. We're trying something new out. So let us know what you think. Yes, Steph is absolutely right. This is a new episode of On the Street, but many of the interviews you will hear were done on sandy beaches or on the slippery wooden pavement of boats. Because the story comes from Martinique, a small island in the Caribbean, still part of the overseas territories belonging to France. It's also called Flower Island or Medininan, according to the original indigenous people of Arawak, then named island, and not by accident. With its steep hills and more than a hundred types of orchids, the Caribbean island resembles a small paradise. But climate change is now threatening that environment and its inhabitants' lifestyle. By the year 2100, Martinique will lose 5% of its land to the water, and today's steep coastal erosion, intense cyclones, and violent storm surges are pushing some mayors in the north of Martinique to adopt mitigation strategies that involve relocating villages away from the shore to the inland. Villagers refused. They were pushed to the coast by colonization, and then they stayed for tourism. Now, their economy depends on it. They demand the government to find another way to protect their land, one that involves protecting their life too. To understand a little bit more what this means, I traveled from the south of the island to the capital of Fort de France, asking residents the same question. How is climate change impacting you? I hope you're ready for the journey. Let's start. The voice you're hearing now is Prosperis. Prosperis is a guide tour from St. Lucia, a small island nearby. After a long trip to the mangrove, he kindly offered me some rum and rum raisin, a typical delicacy when it comes to Martinican culture. We sat on his boat and I asked him, What has been your experience with climate change since you've been living on the island for more than 10 years? Well, uh, climate change is that I have seen uh, some of the sand of the beaches have been gone with the sea. The sea has been entering more on land. Uh, some of the trees that I know that was uh, far away from the sea, some of them has fallen. And uh, some of them right now, the sea water is reaching right on the, underneath the roots. And also I have uh, noticed that some people that used to live uh, close to the sea, well, they have to move from where they was living because of the uh, tides of the, of the water, the rise, high rising of the sea that has been coming in more inland, especially when that there is a tropical storm or hurricane. You could see that the sea is uh, entering more closer to land. But now we haven't really seen any pressure with the climate change on the mangrove, but we have seen that it had brought this uh, pink mangrove that the people talk about. And uh, it, the pink mangrove, the pink mangrove comes out only when the, during summertime, 
during the, our hot time, which is, um, I will say, after March, between March to, to June, then we'll see the mangrove, uh, some of some places that will change color and uh, become pink. But apart from that, uh, we don't have any pressure too much on the mangrove. We could see still that the mangrove is growing healthy. As a guide, he visits regularly the mangrove, a special type of tropical forest that grows on water and one of the natural wonders that remains intact in the region. Unlike others, as Pauline, a young mom living in the capital of Fort de France mentioned. She told me that before she lived with her family in a neighboring island Guadeloupe, and their seasons was rather separate. During the wet season, it rained every day. During the dry season, it didn't. This year, in these two months of summer that are supposed to be the wet season, it has almost never rained. What she noticed is that this is a particular summer, and things are changing. In Guadeloupe, there used to be a very small island, rather a piece of sand, where her and her family used to take pictures until 10 years ago. Now it disappeared. I asked her the name of this place, but she doesn't remember. She knows that it used to be in front of San Rose. The small island used to be about 50 meters, and on top of it, there was a small hut. Now the hut has disappeared, and only a meter of sand remains. She's saying that in the space of 10 years, things change a lot and fast. If in 10 years we've seen these enormous changes, what will happen in 20, 30 years, she asks me. But I don't really have an answer for that. Okay. Further south in the island, there's a small village called San Luz. I spoke to Jeff there, the owner of a stand by the coast, where he sells coconut and coconut-made jewelry. What is the exact topic, he's asking me. I reply, and then he says, wait a second, before lighting his pipe and starting to smoke avidly. Personally, in Martinique, as many other places in the world, it is getting warmer and warmer. At 11 a.m. it gets as boiling as it used to get at 1 p.m. And about the sea level, are you worried? I ask. I'm not worried, but I see the effects of the water on the land. I see the water eating more and more the land. I realize that. There used to be places where you used to be able to walk, and now they're covered by water. When I walk alone in the morning, I see that the sea level has risen. Even houses are going down towards the sea. It is impossible to say the opposite, he insists. Not everyone thinks about climate change, though. Walking along the same street, I met Frank. French? He kickstarted his own shop where he sells souvenirs and touristic gadgets around seven years ago. 
donc déjà dans son 40 ans. <laughs> D'accord. He told me he's already in his 60s. So what will happen in 40 years is not really his problem. Although he thinks about my, our generation, and he thinks that there is nothing to be done. It's the law of nature, simply put. Seasons haven't changed as well. And there are less cyclones than before. He thinks Martinique is quite protected. At the very opposite end of the spectrum, I met an old woman. That happened after people heard I was asking questions about the environment there, and they suggested I talk to her. She came out of the kitchen of a restaurant called Barack Obama. She did not want to tell me her name, but she told me she had been living in the south of Martinique ever since she could remember. She's saying everything has changed. The nature, the flowers, the fauna, the sea. When I was a child, it was five meters away from the beach. Now it is right by the street. There used to be coconut trees, almond trees. There is nothing anymore, she says. The erosion, everything is lost. The world is getting lost. If we don't react, our children would not have anything to eat. Thank you for listening and embarking with me on this trip to such a far part of Europe. Well, at least institutionally speaking. Do you want to know more about the grievances of Martinicans? Our editorial team is working on a story featuring activists involved in an intergenerational fight to defend their island. Keep an eye on our social media and the next magazine's printout to read the story. See ya!